Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In today's episode, we're going to talk about when you lose someone's trust. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, please help me spread the word and thanks for coming back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I've also written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And I've started a company called The Brief Lab. We teach people how to become intentional communicators, clear and concise. What you say matters. It moves your world, so to speak. And today we're going to talk about trust. Trust. And, you know, it's, it sounds like, oh, trust, you know, I, you've got my trust and I trust you. But boy, what happens when you lose it? What happens when you lose it? Not good. You know, recently what inspired me to, to record this episode, and a lot of these episodes are just inspired by things that I see, courses that I teach, conversations I have with people, the com- comings and goings of life. And, um, you know, recently my beloved SUV died. It died. I brought it back to life, but it died. Um, it's kind of worth It's a funny story. Actually, it wasn't funny what happened, but kind of, you know, the saying three strikes and you're out. Well, two strikes and then I'm not, well, I wasn't waiting for the third. So I've got this, um, this white, um, Lexus SUV that I've had for over a decade. It's like a 2007. So it's 13 years old. I bought it. It was a few years old and it's white and it's really cool. And I put big tire, black tires on it. I blacked it out and it's, it's a great car and it's been awesome to drive. And I love the way it drives and and um, it's got 195,000 miles on it. Um, it's in the body's in good condition. It's been dependable, dependable, dependable. I've never even think twice about it. Never think twice about it. And then, just out of the blue, I uh, was in an underground underground garage and uh, turned it on, backed it out, started driving out the garage door, and then boom, the thing just just died like the electrical system was still there but the car just stopped and uh and i i didn't know what was going on it was weird it was like the electricity was there and everything should be working and i put the key in the ignition and it wouldn't turn and it wasn't like the starter and i'm not a mechanical person but it didn't look like it was the starter it wasn't the battery because it was full you know you know all the electricity was working it's really mystified so i had get some help to push it out of the garage and get a flatbed truck to pick it up and take it away and sent it to my mechanic I've been with for years and you know he says okay I figured it out come by pick it up it was a small small issue that he had, he had adjusted I'm like alright it's fine so I pick it up go for a drive do my things going around and uh, this is like uh it's really funny because I'm in suburban Chicago. If you've ever been to suburban Chicago, there's a place called Portillo's, which is, I guess, they sell hot dogs and beef sandwiches, and it's really awesome. And it's very popular, and they've got these, like, it's like a, a, a drive-through. It's, most of the businesses drive through. You can go inside, inside this restaurant, but it's a drive-through, and it's always packed. I mean, it, it prints money. The place is amazing. And uh, so if you've ever been to Chicago, you know Portillo's. So I'm in a, it's, it's Friday afternoon. It's like 6 o'clock. And it's kind of, it's getting kind of cold. It starts to rain a little bit. And I'm in the drive-thru. And if you've ever been in these drive it's like a double drive-thru. It makes McDonald's look like a, like nothing. It's, this is, this is packed. 
there is on a Friday at six o'clock dinner time is probably at least 50 people online. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, it happens again. It happens again. And through a miracle, I was in a gap in the line where I just saw these two guys walking by. I'm like, Hey man, can you help me? And then they, they came and they pushed me out of line into like a side driver where they, where they picked up like the garbage bins. And I just, I mean, it, if I were happened two minutes later, I would have been stuck inside. It would have been a disaster. And you couldn't, you couldn't have gotten a pickup truck. It was, the place was teeming with customers in, these, in this drive through So it happened to me twice, two strikes. And I'm like, I had to call the mechanic and he's like, I just fixed it. And I'm like, I am, he's like, do this with a key and cycle it out. And, and my beloved SUV just, just absolutely had a moment and just like, it was dead. Same thing. Electrical's working. I'm on my phone. He's like, I don't have to tell you. I don't know what it is. You got to have a toe. And I was really, really not happy. And, um, you know, I sent it to him second time. So he calls me back and he's like, we figured it out. He and his brother run this place. And, and, uh, it's like, we racked our brains all weekend. We finally figured out what it was. It was the specific sensor. He's like, I would bet the bank on it. This is exactly what it is. And in my mind, I just came to the conclusion right after that happened the second time, I don't trust it anymore. I don't trust it anymore. Like driving around and the thing just out of the blue just dies in a moment, which where it was perfectly good. So it inspired me to start thinking about the abrupt, quick, you know, loss of trust. Um, and what happens if it happens and it just happens all of a sudden? A person loses trust in you. But not for the you know what you did or or for other reasons. It's specifically in how you communicate. And I want to talk about that today. Because when a person loses trust permanently and quickly, just like me looking back at this car, I don't trust it anymore. And he would tell me, like, and I've trusted this car for over a decade, and it's been amazing. But what happened was it just lost my trust, right? So this isn't how to regain trust. It's like how to avoid that this happens in the first place. So in our courses, one of the questions we ask people, and I always found this fascinating, is what what are the risks, what are the costs of poor communication? If you're not a good communicator, what's at risk? When I ask that question, I generally get a couple of dozen answers. And they range, it's fairly, you know, standard range from you, your reputation takes a hit, you lose time, you waste people's time, resources, you create tension, maybe you create delays, uh, frustration, misunderstanding, um, misdirection, wasted effort, repeat work, morale takes a hit, ill will. But one of the things, confusion is another one, but one of the things that takes a hit is trust. When people don't trust you. And I want you to look at that for a second because there's a risk that if and when this happens and you pass that threshold, you can't go back. Once you've lost a person's trust, um, you can't, re- in many cases, you can't regain it. Almost in the same way that with me in, the, my, in my car. And yeah, it's not fair and I should trust it and give it another chance. And But this like one strike, okay, got it. Two strikes, three strikes, you're out. And it happens to people 
and they don't know it happens. And when it happens, everything's different. So I want you to think about and look at some things. The first thing is I want you to anticipate this happening and imagine it happening. And it may sound like um, a weird thing, but in my last podcast, I talked about the importance of quiet time and maybe spend five minutes thinking about what would it happen if I lost my customer's trust? What would it happen if I lost my boss's trust or my senior leader's trust? They don't trust me anymore because of the way I communicate. Like I say something and they don't believe me. They, they, they go around me. Um, so it's just like anticipate it. Think about it. Be ready for like, what would, ha- what would it look like for you if that happened? Where the door's locked and there's no key for you anymore. You make a recommendation. Nope. And, and, there's always questions and maybe, maybe, maybe it's not obvious, but the signs are there. So the first thing is anticipate. Think about it. What would, ha- what, would that, what would happen? What would that look like for you? Second thing is, what would the signs look like? People start questioning everything that you do. They start like, show me. I want to look for more proof. Like in our courses, we talk about level three detail. They start asking for level three detail. They start asking other people instead of you. They start avoiding you. Um... There's a reluctance. There's a tension that maybe wasn't there before. Look for the signs. Maybe they don't trust you. And maybe they don't trust you because the way you communicate is unclear. It is like putting the key in and nothing happens for them. Like when I put that key in, it was like a visceral reaction. I had put that key in the ignition of that car that I loved for years and it always went on. And then one day it didn't. And then it didn't do it again. And that dead sound hit me like in, in my, like it just hit me because I had a relationship with this. I know it sounds weird, but you have a relationship with your car. And all of a sudden I put the key in and nothing happened. So you're, you know, we talked about in a podcast a couple years ago about a double standard and maybe you're comfortable and you start, you're all over the place and it's confusing and you're making this person's, maybe you hit a person on a bad day and it's like, wow, that was difficult and you do it again. And then all of a sudden the person's like, you know what, seriously, I just don't get what you're saying. I don't get you. And I'm going to ask somebody else. So number two, see the signs, look for the signs. Might be early indicators. And then finally, you know, once you lose it, how do you regain it? It's tough. It's really tough. So this is one thing I I say, like, you have to anticipate it, imagine it, because you don't want it to happen. You don't want it to happen. And if it happens, you might need to, as I say, fess up or kind of own up to, hey, listen, I haven't been that clear, prepared, um, make you think, I have to make you do more mental work every time you talk to me, whatever it might be. If you start sensing the signs, like, or tell a person that I'm, I'm going to make an effort to be a more clear communicator. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make things shorter to make it easier for you to follow my, my line of thinking. I'm going to be more prepared in my updates and my meetings. Why? Because you're taxing their brain. You're making it difficult for them. And at some point, people don't have infinite patience. People's patience thin, and it sometimes wears out to the point of it just gives out. And when it gives out, it's they're not going to blame themselves. They're going to blame you. And when they blame you, trust is lost. It's gone. You're probably not getting it back. And I've seen this happen. I've seen this happen where people, you know, they're, they're great people, but Boy, when they communicate, it's so hard to understand what they're saying. 
And people don't have infinite patience. They just, they, 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 they can't do it forever. Okay. One strike, you're out, you know, two. Okay. They're not going to give you 50, right? So I just, I wanted to share this with, because it's, it's a real risk that we run as communicators in environments that we run in. This can happen to people and it can happen to you. And I don't want it to happen to you in the same way that I don't want to, I didn't want to get rid of my car. I mean, today I'm, as I'm recording this, I'm going to, I'm going to bring my car in and get rid of it. And it's sad. I, I, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. And I can think about like for, as a person, what would that look like? It would be terrible. It would be terrible. And it was all because we didn't take the care in how we communicate and we kind of took it for granted and it just went kaboot. It was over. So I really hope that what happened between me and my car doesn't happen to you and somebody important to you. Just saying.